Hello and welcome to Dealer's Choice, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. As always, I'm joined by my two lovely friends, Alex and Morgan. How are you guys? Ooh, I'm here and I'm feeling 1950s. Spooky Fuck vibes. yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you're feeling it. Um, this week, as I'm sure you fucking know because you clicked on the title, is we watched <laughs> The Vast of Dice, a uh, 2019 movie. Uh, from director Andrew Patterson, written by Andrew Patterson, Craig W. Sanger. Uh, an Amazon Prime movie. I think it was exclusively Amazon Prime for us. I don't know if it got a cinematic release, but it was. it's a quite small indie movie. I saw a few different people talk about it when it came out, but I haven't seen it appear since then. I think it might have just disappeared amongst like everything that's been out everywhere, which is completely fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched this movie... And I fucking loved it. I remember sitting there one night and just just being so into it. Uh, I think it was like middle of the first lockdown, and I uh, I just sat there and just headphones on, turned the lights off, and just watched a movie. And it was really nice, really engrossing, and really engaging. And I've really wanted to show both of you guys since I saw it. So, what did you guys think? Just wow, you know, you watch it in Tiger King lockdown. That <laughs> yeah, was yeah. ages ago. It came out after Tiger King. That's nuts. It's it's insanity. Wowee. Um, well, there were parts that raised my berries, and then there were parts that uh, didn't quite cut the gas for me. <laughs> it was a bit of a mixed bag. Uh, you and Fighting the Cow? What are you talking about, though? <laughs> I'm using some of the lingo that uh-huh. was in the film. Oh, I wrote yeah. some of it down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, oh man, the language in this is something we're talking about 100. percent Yeah. Uh, you know, bacon, bacon, nine forty. Bacon biscuits. Uh, bacon, bacon biscuits. biscuits uh, yeah. You know, I Good certainly range. wasn't piling up some Z's as I was watching this one. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, oh fuck yeah! Oh my god, huge. All right. Well, how did you like it, Morgan? Um, I thought it had a cool vibe. Uh, I really, I that was like I liked, especially the intro. I really enjoyed it. Um. I do have some some gripes, but there we'll see. Uh, we'll get into them a bit later. But they, I don't know. I'm sure they're there for a reason. I was just like, there. I was just like, what? I, I Why? Think, what? Huh? What? 100. percent 100. percent I've watched this movie like three times now, and yeah, that like uh, it's probably not the most interesting thing, but fuck, I I was just impressed with it because it's very like it's such a small production team as well, mm. and the work they get out of just such a small budget is super impressive to me. Super impressive. Especially when you've seen, I've seen other things that have more money behind them that just look crap. And this movie I think looks amazing. I, I couldn't fold it on like, like it doesn't feel like it was money problems or anything. It, like I think it's nah. self-contained. It's everything it needs to be or wants to be. So yeah, I think it definitely, they did well with whatever they had, creative vision, process, all that. Mm. I think it achieved it. Okay. Uh, so do either one of you want to just, break down what the story is without spoiling it for me just just yeah i think i think it's a very simple easy story so have a crack at it uh we don't have free will (laughs) without spoiling i mean (laughs) Uh, you know when you get as you do from time to time i'm sure we all do uh get a phone call and there's like a weird noise or heavy breathing or something on the other end of the line are you getting calls uh... with heavy breathing (laughs) oh no okay sorry no no that's the wrong podcast. I need to get into the dealer's <laughs> choice mindset. Um, no, I think uh, um, girl hears weird noise on phone, investigates. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I understand that. I, I was, I was going to say this is the, one of the things I quite love about this movie is that it's a, it is an alien abduction movie, but it is set in a time before 
there was a concept of aliens in the popular media. So everyone that this is happening to in the story has no idea what flying saucers or aliens are. And I fucking love it for that. I really do. There's, there's like elements to the investigative side of it or just like talking to people in this that I find more engrossing because our characters are so in the dark and they have their own ideas about what it might be, but they are just very far off what it is. And we know, but it's also quite refreshing to not see a whole group of a whole world in a movie that is in on the reference culture. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're completely out of it. I like it. So this is, this is a alien abduction movie set before anyone had a concept. Anyone knew what alien abduction was. And there's two, our two main characters just get stuck in the middle of weird events and they investigate it. So we'll start with just, yeah, we'll start with positives as we always do. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Morgan, what, what, what would you say is something you quite liked about this movie? Um, yeah, the style was good. Like it's that it does mm-hmm. 1950s very well and, mm-hmm. it, and it really plays with it and it has the old style. And I think that was fun. Uh, and yeah. That was a big positive for me. I also thought there was some scenes I really enjoyed just drank in. Um, yeah, yeah, so I think that's probably the big positive for me is that those those specific scenes and, like, the style overall was pretty cool. I do like all the old technology they pull out and, and, and actively, like, use, like all the recorders mm. and all the tapes. Well, and- one of the scenes that specifically I was referencing is I loved just there's, like, a – it must have been a 10, 15-minute scene of her on the switchboard – yeah, and yes. I just thoroughly enjoyed that watching that and like just understanding, just having an understanding of how that worked. Like I, I knew it existed, but like watching it in action and then like watching mm-hmm. it be used in this situation, love that scene. I don't know why. Like if we're gonna like positive, like, love that scene, favorite scene. I, I don't think this is gonna come out next to each other, but we we watched Speed recently and there's a scene where you get to see an elevator and mechanically how the elevator works, and I think it's the same sort of mechanical satisfaction of seeing how something works mm. yeah mm. absolutely yeah no but the, the beauty of that scene too morgan is that it goes on and it is one take it goes but you see how out. distressed oh sorry, yeah how distressed oh, she gets over the course of the various phone calls yeah so not only do we get the mechanical satisfaction of seeing it work it also serves this sort of narrative purpose at the same time so i just thought yeah that that scene was one of my faves I also had on my list of positives that I generated before the podcast because I'm prepared. <laughs> um, there was one take that we went from, I wrote it down, someone taking a cigarette in a doorway, then it went down the road, yeah, that's through the town, through the basketball stadium, through the action on the court, to the commentator's box, up the stand, through the window, down into the car park again. Uh, outside, across some lawns, up and down, to the radio station, inside the radio station, to the phone. I was like, that's all one take. I was like, um, now, that's impressive. I think that's two. But, yeah, it's it's because I think there's a cut in the basketball stadium. Yeah. But it's oh, I have very, no doubt I, there were I, cuts. I only noticed it, it just appears. because I was looking for it. But, yeah, it's such a long fucking run. It, it, it is literally going through the entirety of this tiny town, mm. running through the guts of it. And then, it, yeah, it cuts from one isolated person to the to the basketball stadium where the entire town is watching the basketball game to the other isolated person to mm-hmm. sort of point like like point out to you how fucking bare barrens this entire 
area is. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, I love that great. shot. I also refer to it as the uh, Sam Raimi ground shot because um, <laughs> it was very similar. I w- We watched Evil Dead on this podcast and I've been really watching the Spider-Man and in number three, mm-hmm. especially when Venom gets introduced, he loves this shot of like a something along the ground moving and you kind of yeah, follow it's really it. It's menacing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's very menacing. It's ve- it achieves the uh, menacing effect very well. Mm. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, I liked it. Um, very impressive. Oh, that's good. Uh, I was going to say for this, like the big, big positive for me, the, the two main actors, Sarah McCormick and Jake Harrods, I think they have such a fucking great growth. Like they, they nail the roles. They have really, really good chemistry. Um, and they're, they're, they're kind of just so in their characters. I fucking love it. I love watching them do that performance because I, I don't know if it was just the director spent a lot of time with them. They were allowed to, a lot of time to identify with the characters or whatnot, but it just really does feel like it. They are invested in the roles. Mm. Especially, and, and for like very small part time, like not known people. I think that's really, really impressive that they put, I think, so much passion into it. And and it's so engrossing to me. Every time I watch this movie, I love, I love watching them do their little scenes and shit and get to the end. And there is like an emotional feeling for me at the end because they've done such a good job through the movie. Anyway, that, that's the big positive for me going into the last night. There's, there's other ones. Like I fucking love the sound. I love the sound of this whole. Oh, the sound's good. Oh yeah. Movie. I love this. The the quiet, the silence, the music is really beautiful, and just so simple. It's like one note on a violin. Very subtle. Amazing. Yeah, I love but, that that little musical. Yeah, well, the, it's the so music good. as well for like that scene we talked about before, where it goes across town, like that. Like I think I was like writing a note and I heard it. And I looked up and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then I almost had like, and this is like, there's like a moment where I'm like, "That sound, like it struck a chord in me." I'm like, "That sounds like the Among Us sound." Um, people who play you know it's like this like sound. And I was like, "That was yeah, yeah, instantly yeah. like it draws a comparison. It's like creepy." And I was yeah, like, oh, "Yeah, wow. yeah, that's fucking good. Oh, it's so good." Um, but yeah, no, I, I think those are like, what else could I fucking go on? I, I, I like the way. Oh man, this movie has got these several different scenes that and you've talked about it already where the camera will just hold in place and let the scene Mm. play out for minutes at a time and i think one of them goes for like 10 minutes and it's just looking at this one lady and she's as she's doing this whole uh, monologue and i fucking love that as someone who has like i was a huge like theater kid loved performance it's really fucking nice to see and it was so so engrossing to me to watch those things and and the phone conversation with billy I love that as well because it's just holding on uh, Jake Horowitz, who's oh, fuck, what's his name in the movie? Uh, Everett. 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 Yeah, just just holding on Everett, and he a lot of the time he's not saying anything. He's just sitting there reacting very slowly to what Billy is telling him about these these events and what Billy thinks mm. they are. It's also Fucking like right. that that whole scene with Billy is like that's interesting, and that's a like that you're kind of like listening. Like they don't even put stuff on the screen for half of that conversation. It's just a black mm. screen. And you're still like, I'm interested in this guy's story, but it's like, I'm not, I don't need to look at the TV. I can just like sit here and chill yeah. and close my eyes and just listen to this dude's oh story. Cause there's nothing yeah. on TV. It doesn't need to be. And, it was, mm. I, and I reckon yeah. any other film, we would have flashed back to the work that Billy was doing. We would have seen Billy work. We'd know yeah. what Billy looked yeah. like. Uh, and same for later on with the old woman in the house and her story. We would have flashed back to her story or there would have been flashbacks interspersed. But I feel like it was still quite engrossing listening so to these nice. people yeah. uh, speak. I, you know, if you were to tell me, uh, it's a very talky film. There's a lot of talking. Yeah. Uh, and you, if you were to tell me beforehand, oh, you know, this is a real talky film, I would have gone, uh, you but know, the, the old the old adage, so, yeah. show don't tell. 
Um, but in this, the way it's told is still interesting and it's still engaging and it still sort of grabs your attention. The talking is so fucking gripping. And, and like, I, I honestly, like, it's the reason to watch this movie, honestly, is just to see several different actors have their monologues and just let them spew out for minutes at a time and get through all these lines and all these different parts. And they have their specific little cadences and their inflections. And it's so, oh, it's so good. And that old lady, this is a bit spoiler, but her monologue is so creepy and, and like mm. a bit tense because uh, you're you, you're you're still not sure where the hell the story is going and that obviously you know our main characters don't know oh it's good um uh, that, 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 that's that's me harping on this movie for a bit there so we'll go like spoilers and negatives so mm-hmm. feel free to i i would recommend watching this movie it's on prime so if you've got prime go watch it it's what two hours long i think it's fantastic uh, and i really liked what I, I liked sitting down and watching it i think you do have to maybe put some time to to dedicate yourself to it so if you like uh, watching actors perform fine if you like little budget horror indie movies maybe um or if you just kind of like cinematography this is probably a movie you'd enjoy i think uh Hmm. i don't really have much to say that i i I don't have much to not recommend this movie i think that yeah i think you could enjoy it if if you honestly just put it on for 20 minutes and if you're not into it walk away (laughs) that's okay i'd say most of my negatives, though, are in the first twenty minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the first twenty <laughs> minutes, fine. man, is 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 rough. I felt quite distorted. Yeah, distorted, disconnected, alienated. Because the way I remember it, and correct me if I'm wrong, like the first twenty minutes go by or so, and we don't see a close up of either of our two protagonists. We see no, them walking in follow, the car. You're just following them around the whole time. They're just following them around, stalking. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you've got that. So I really don't know who we're connecting with. Uh, the language is really sort of... I had, put, I had to put the subtitles on. I was like, what in the world? I stopped it, put the subtitles on, and I was like, okay, I can get on board. But it started off at this place where I was like, oh, what is this? And by the time we got to the first close-up, uh, I don't know, about 20 or so minutes in, I was like, I feel like I already know these characters because I've been sort of lurking in the shadows, watching them, following them, mm-hmm. you know, listening mm-hmm. into their conversation. Mm-hmm. So there was an element that I already know these people, but it, I don't know if do, this was do by Do you design. know them though, Alex? Because this is my issue with the movie is it drops you in and I'm like, what is their connection? He, like, apparently they're friends, but I had to look that up to find out because he's like a creepy old, I'm like, is he a teacher? Is he... It's like, and it was like, a bit of that. I'm like, yes. oh no, he's not a teacher. Why is he smoking so much at school? This is odd. And then I'm like, what is their relationship? She seems very young and he seems quite oh. old. Oh, she's working six, at this job. And he's, and like, he's like, and I was just like, what is going on? Who are these people okay. and why are they hanging out together? And then it's like, she's like, hey, Mr. Old Man, can you show me how to use my tape recorder? And it's like, yeah, man, come on. It's like, okay, so they're familiar with each other. Maybe she helps him with technology. It's like, no, they're just best friends. Why has she got an instrument, but she's walking away from the basketball field? She was with the band. Why does she need to play with the band? But she has her instrument. I'm so confused. Why did the guy steal the other guy's instrument? Yeah. And lock it Why in his locker? Lock it? And, and that entire opening sequence. I'm just like, what is all of this? And then it finally gets to like, they're at their each points. I'm like, okay, we're at, we're finally where this movie is, where I want it to be. Cause I don't care about them anymore. We're into the story. We're into the mystery. And that first 20 minutes is just like, why? What? Who? I, what? Okay. Why are we asking all these random questions aside from giving, like, we learn that she's not confident. He's a bit of an asshole who I don't think I want to be a friend, be friends with because he talks way too well, much. This is a bit of and a shit. Shock, 
because this is like the 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 setting is it's a a very small town in 1950s America, and he I think is just he's either still in high school, um, and he he runs the local radio not at night. He runs one of the local radio stations at night, um, and she is in mid high school, and she is the telephone operator at night. She she works there. That's her job. Um, and I think they just know each other because she has an interest in like communication technology uh, and he is like a slick, fast talking radio dude. He is a bit of a dick, but I think that's maybe why she likes him as well. Because <laughs> um, like she's very prim and like, I don't know if prim and proper, but she's very polite. Like mm. the whole starting scene where they're going to interview random people in the cars and he finds that old guy and he's just like, oh no, it broke. We got to go. It's like, you broke my fingers. No, no, I just didn't want to talk to that idiot because <laughs> he was, he's, he's a fucking bore. And I was like, that's, yeah, that's, he's, he's not a nice dude. He's, he's, you know, but um, yeah, no, that's completely fair. I think the first 20 minutes are fucking hard to watch. Um, they are very confusing and the accents are so strange and I found it really hard to hear anything. And thick. I was like, a very thick accent. It's, it's like. But the really weird thing is on rewatch, I completely understood their entire conversation at the start. I heard all of it and I was like, oh, this is great. I was so into it. <laughs> and it made a lot more sense. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. This is all this information that they chuck out at the start. That's just not like essential, but it's nice to know. Yeah. That's the thing is like, I was like, I don't, I didn't have any trouble hearing it like Alex, but I just didn't care. <laughs> I just did not care. I'm like, this is, this is uh, okay. I'm just waiting for the stuff to happen. And then, and then the only time it picks up is like, so they're talking about all this pointless stuff. And then like, I don't know if it just, it stood out to me, but it's like their conversation when it's just them and she's telling him the stories. It's like, okay, this seems like important dialogue talking about the future and all this technology and stuff. And it's like, that's, and I'm like, okay, I switched on for that. And that was interesting for the rest yeah, of it. I was like, I can understand them. I have zero interest in any of this. Yeah, that's fair. I just want to clarify. I could understand them. It was just some of the slang that I no. thought was a bit dense. That's oh, okay. all in the sense I, I could, I could, actually hear them that wasn't the issue the sound mixing was not the issue it was the quality oh, okay. not the quality but the actual words that were being spoken <laughs> that's like, so uh, interesting we had like three different issues like morgan heard and <laughs> didn't care you heard did understand and i didn't hear <laughs> <laughs> like some of them some of them were a bit you know you can sort of make sense like i don't know a frog's ribbit about those things yeah. uh, like i you know some of them you would get that's fine uh but yes, um, what, what Baker, I really Baker 940, know. I was like, come it's on, it's Breaker Breaker. Breaker. I understand that they did correct her. Not a fucking soldier. Alex, <laughs> what I really want to know is what are your feelings on chipmunks? Because <laughs> that was just a... I was like, all right, One this time is just a We had a chipmunk bite through the right... <laughs> the it was a squirrel. Shut, no, the it was whole, a chipmunk. The whole, shut the whole thing down. Then another time, squirrel got in the scoreboard, <laughs> chewed through the wire there. It was electrocuted. Uh, yeah. It was stuck in its teeth in the skull. <laughs> Fucking great. I, I don't know. That's amazing. That's so good. That's the best. You find out about how that, that small town's basketball stadium electric wiring works. That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> and and he steals the trumpet off that kid and locks it in the locker. He's like, why'd you do that? It's like, oh, someone's got to do it to him. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh fuck! Um, and, and then they have all that shit about Everett's telling them about the tape, uh, and he's like, "They're like, what if we record over? Isn't there going to be some kind of like, like crossover distorted, yeah. distorted sound?" He goes, "Well, yeah, but we can't afford to tape every fucking new game. If there is, we'll ask for one. But come on, man! Like, what are you talking about? Great, great shit. 
Uh, but uh, do you know what? I am kind of glad, Morgan, that by the time she started talking about her ma- magazine articles and their stories, but you were interested. That means that scene succeeded in actually getting you interested in the characters. Which once is they great. were alone together and away from exactly, everyone else, yeah. Once, like, okay. once they get away from the the, the vehicles and stuff, I think you like them more, a lot. He's more. a bit nicer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not as much as a dick, is he? Hundred percent. I was just waiting, and I guess this is you know. As, as we're following them, lurking in the shadows, following them through the town, I was expecting something to jump out and get them. And when it didn't happen, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I was watch- engrossed in the sense I was waiting oh, for... Yeah. You've like- watched too many intros of Supernatural there. Alex. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I need to watch Supernatural again. Oh, um, I was going to say, sorry, Nosh, I know you love your slashers and this is not a slasher and I apologize. No, it but- definitely isn't a slasher, uh, that's for sure. But I will yeah. say... It did turn me around. I started off going, oh, this is this is a bit shit. This is going to be so boring and long, and I hate Zach for making me watch this. But it did turn me around. And I was saying to Morgan before we hit record while you were getting yourself a drink that I think this is probably one of the better films that you've uh, given us uh, to watch on the podcast. I was going back and looking back at the other films that you gave us to watch, and I think this easily sits oh, in the top two or three. Yeah, I was going to say, this, is, this doesn't fucking... compete amazing movie yeah I this pales in comparison to toy soldiers <laughs> mib toy soldiers i brought classic <laughs> yeah yeah okay okay fair yeah. fair <laughs> no no I, I get what you mean Josh. this is this is different and um i i really enjoy it because it's different hmm. uh, like i don't know how many movies would bother to have 10 minute dialogue scenes that just hold anymore and i fucking really enjoyed it i don't know if i enjoyed it because it felt unique but i really enjoyed it and like, yeah, you know where the plot, once you figure out what's going on and you sort of get all the cute clues, you know where it's going, but it's how it gets there yeah, that yeah. is different, yeah? yeah so it's, it's, it's never cliched. Like you think mm-hmm. alien abduction movie, you think of all these cliches in your head. You it's know. not like someone arriving on Earth and the whole mm. world. It's not the, the, the day the Earth stood still or anything like that. E.T., Close Encounters, none bad. of those. Robots from Planet Nine or some bullshit from the fifties. It's prior to all of that shit, or it's set prior to all that stuff. And so it's it's like honestly so small scale. It mm. is just like one person says they've seen something hovering over their farm. Then the whole town, then they the like you know the communications girl she hears a weird sound on the radio, and then all the lights go out. And then it's just figuring out what the hell the sound is, and everybody's instantly like the Russians. <laughs> I love that. The Russians are coming. <laughs> They're, They're invading. invading. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the best. Uh, and then all these people start ringing up and going, um, I think this is them from out of space. I think that they're coming here and they're doing all this creepy shit. And then you find out, this is this is all the big spoilers I'm going to start talking about now. And the old lady starts talking about her theory about how she thinks they're affecting people's minds. And when they play these messages, they they are sending some kind of signal to tell people to do certain things. And it's all just some big experiment for them. And you go, yeah, whatever, crazy lady, whatever. And then Everett plays the sound in the, the car and the two people in the car pass out and the car almost crashes. Um, and upon rewatching it, I was like, oh, that those two people who turn up in the middle of town and go, oh, we saw the flying saucer. We were just chasing it. Did you guys see it? Maybe we should stick together for a bit. And I was thinking, or they're alien plants <laughs> because she oh. Everett played the sound and they were like, oh, shit, someone's found our sound. We need to go shut that down. So they sent these people in to find them. And then they go, we're going to leave off and go investigate. And they go, okay, but come back here 
we'll we'll hang out, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna hang out, yeah. Mm-mm. And then it's they like take me them. every time at a party. It's like we'll, we'll come back here, yeah. We'll come yeah, back we'll here. Come back, come back. <laughs> and then they're gonna drive off with them to the woods, and then they conveniently like you know they go to crash, and then Everett and her run off into the woods, and they are just in the right spot, at the right time. And I was just like watching it again, going, that's kind of real creepy because <laughs> they have no idea. They have no idea at this mm. point that that anything can get affecting. Um. Can I ask a question about the ending? Were you guys sad at the end? Uh, I don't like endings like that. So I was yeah. just like, okay. What do you mean you don't like endings well, like that? Well, A, I kind of, st- I, I, the ending lost me before that. I was kind of like, I fell off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just okay. like reading my notes. And then I was like, oh, like I had to read, I, I read in an article that the two, they played the sound and the two people fell asleep. Cause I like, I was like, did a thing where I was like watching, they were in the car with the two people. And then I looked up and they were on foot and in the forest. And I was like, what happened? <laughs> what, no. what happened there? So I had to look uh, that look up. It, it's, it's like text. the one action scene in the film. Yeah, <laughs> I, It's like they kick off, they all like arrive and they drive off in the car. But yeah, then they're in the car and I'm like, these like forward and rewinding. I'm like, oh yeah, let's just relook at my notes. Oh, what did I miss? <laughs> God damn it. And then they're just in a field and I'm like staring. I'm like, oh, look, burnt branches, yeah. UFO, oh, yeah. <laughs> big mothership. And I'm like, okay. Oh, is- okay. Oh, I'll tell really you impressive. what. One thing. Bef- so they see UFO and then that ghost joins the mothership. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know if it was my television or how it was when they go, oh, look at that. I just see like night sky. Oh. And, like, I didn't see anything until we got like, some more little light so there were there was a good you know minute or a bit there it's like oh my god look at that and i'm looking and i'm like squinting at the television going what are they looking at um because it was so dark and i couldn't see but once the mothership arrived i definitely saw that i'm not blind um but uh yeah there was that moment there where i was like huh what are they hallucinating and we're not in on the hallucination i don't know yeah anyway but i see what you mean morgan that sort of open ending open ended what do you mean it it's is. open-ended? It is open-ended. In, what way? in that in what they've way? been taken. Yeah, um, that's not open-ended. They've did they get taken aliens. or did they get turned to ash? I don't know. No, they got taken by aliens. You sure? There's <laughs> ash on the ground. There's just ash. There is ash on the ground, but so is the recorder. They got taken by aliens. There's ash on the ground. All right. All right. And we saw the recorder, but we didn't see the camera on the ground. So it's possible... Because he the... drops the recorder as he's going to walk up to her. It, it's Correct. something he does in the movie, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, he doesn't. He's not holding onto it, which is why it's there, because mm, the camera yeah. is around her neck or his neck. I can't remember mm. which one. His, I think. I think he grabs yeah, it. Yeah, his. his she's neck. got the. She's got the little kid. So, All I could think of is when we got to that ending, is how distressed you would be to be the mum and dad of that uh, kid that was being babysat. She took her kid I straight was... into danger, like her sister. Straight in. <laughs> Just like, All her right. sister. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I, I I was thinking about that. I was like, if you're her parents, you would think that Everett and your daughter had run off with your other daughter for some reason. That was the other thing. There was that final shot where I'm like, are they meaning to make them look like a family? Like it was really weird. It was like it was like him like huddling and like the father and then her and the daughter. It was. I was like, is this a deliberate thing? I don't know. It was odd. It was like final shot know. of them. And they're like family. I think it was just she was. I think she had her sister because she couldn't contact the the, the girl who was supposed to be babysitting, and she yes. instantly panicked. And she's hearing stories about she. I think she's just heard a story about how a little boy was taken, and she's but like, "He was nine when he was taken." And she, and she instantly <laughs> thinks, "Well, fuck my my sister is it's a baby. Where it's the fuck is my nine. sister? The baby's not nine. It's safe." <laughs> I don't know about that. 
Well, yeah, that's the other thing. They don't know any of the shit that we know about aliens. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how can you tell them? But they have no idea what's happening, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, I, it seems like a really weird decision. But what else is she going to do, like, besides try and protect her sister? her mum's on night shift so she probably can't get to her mum yeah it's all well and good to be like yeah I've got my sister and protect her but then it's like but we're going to drive towards where the siding is with my sister (laughs) it's like well you could stay if you wanted to protect her you don't have to go or you can leave her with someone she leaves the car she fucking she tries to go but they're still going towards they're still going towards the UFO no 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 they were on the road towards the farm that they are yeah this is all a bit heavy but they're on the road towards the farm where the uh, the UFO has been spotted. They just run into the forest. They but, don't know that there's so, a UFO. But they're still, she's heading that direction with her sister. Yeah. I'm protecting my sister, but I'm going to deliver her right to the fucking aliens. <laughs> and she was told by the old lady that her, the old lady's son was taken because he wandered off and they like to take people when they're by themselves mm-hmm. or, you know, isolated from other people. And what does she do after the car crash? Runs with her sister into the middle of the forest as far away as you possibly can from anyone. I was like, you've been warned, lady. You've been warned. Yeah. Uh, in those situations, sometimes you don't think rationally, you know? Yeah. When you get abducted, Alex, <laughs> and you're clutching your baby sister to your chest, running <laughs> into the forest with a young, handsome radio man beside you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, but he leaves the damn tape recorder, and so I, you know. Oh uh, yeah, so their entire, all their conversations as well will just mm. be there for whoever finds it. Yeah, I mm. like that. But oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I I always get really sad at that ending. I always I was like, oh, I like those people, and I'm sad that they got abducted because I I wish that they could have happy lives. So they, they can't. Might. You don't know. They might get treated five star accommodation yes. by the aliens. It gave me an idea. I'm like, I want to see like the aliens abducted. Like it's just their day job. Like yeah, come on up. Welcome, yeah, yeah. I want to see You've the other end. That. That's uh, that's uh, Guardians Two, where they <laughs> true, they, yeah, they, yeah, the, yeah. That's that movie. <laughs> uh, um, oh well, no, that's that's fair. Do you guys have anything else you wanted to say that's like negative about this movie? You just didn't like or no, I just didn't strike? Say it's a one? damn, it's a damn shame that they didn't actually have Elvis's carpet. They were just selling <laughs> fake Elvis's carpet. I love that detail. <laughs> and she's like so upset. She's like, you're lying to people. He's like, it's the radio. Stop <laughs> judging me. I also liked, uh, I'm not in a delay here. So are you going to be swearing? Because yeah. we can't have swearing on this radio. I'm not in a delay. Do not swear. There's like four people listening to his radio station. And everyone's asking He's like, please don't swear. He <laughs> was like, I understand that. I get, okay. I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, poor Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Billy was great. Loved Billy. Yeah, Billy was good. Um, and, and, and the old lady was good. Oh, she's fucking great. Oh, she's so creepy. I feel like we haven't really touched on, like, we said it's styles, but, like, there's moments where they'll just um, change the aspect ratio. They'll put, like, an old TV around it. They'll make it the grain so it gives you that old school v- yeah. feel. It starts off with, like, a zoom in onto, like, an old school, and they have, like, an intro to, like, an old school movie sort of the vibe. Loved it. Loved all of that. It's a very 50s aesthetic, and even in, like, the aspect ratio and the actual, like, grain of the film. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, for most of the film, there was, like, a slight grain over it. Like, there was never, like, a modern, like, 4K. It was all kind of grainy throughout, from Mm -hmm. memory. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Mm. Oh, I'm glad. Look, I I think that might wrap up what we have to say about um, The the Last of Night. Yeah, I think the big thing for me was the restraint. 
Mm. I feel like in the hands of a bigger budget, uh, different director. I think I read that this was his first. It is. Uh, film that he's directed and I thought well that's pretty accomplished Um, I feel like in the hands of other directors it would have been we would have focused on that old woman we probably would have opened with that and the son being taken or you know and I guess that's cliched so I feel like it bucks the cliche but still Mm. keeps you engrossed at the same time so I think ultimately I would recommend Um, yes I had some flaws with it no film's perfect um, but it didn't disappoint me in the sense that I was like, do better. It was more <laughs> just little idiosyncrasies of me. Hmm. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Morgan, do you have any last remarks about the vast? No, I just liked it. I think, um, and this is probably like some things that people hate about it, but I think it, it, it didn't feel the need to um, kind of fall in line with what UFO movies are or like hmm. alien abduction movies are. It didn't, need to do the stereotypes. It's just like, I want to do my own thing. And it did it. And it did it well. Mm. And I, for the most part, I actually enjoy, I enjoyed watching it and I thought it was very good. So yeah, it definitely, is, definitely enjoyed it. It's an uncompromised artistic vision. And I fucking Ooh. love that. I love it. Um, well, thanks boys. Thanks. I'm, I'm glad that you liked it. Uh, so what have we been watching in the last week in the lockdown? So with Alex, Alex, what have you been treating your eyes to in your moments of silence? Well, uh, I've, I've had a bit of a diverse week, I must say. Uh, some, some old classics that I find, like you, you sort of verge towards some comfort shows or comfort films, mm. Uh, mm. you know, particularly at this difficult time. Uh, and then uh, so things like, for me, uh, started to rewatch of Stargate SG-1. Nice. That oh. was a show I really liked as a kid. Let's rewatch that. That's on Stan. Um, and then there were a few others like that, but some of the more newer stuff that I saw was uh, a Nicolas Cage film called Mom and Dad, where the where the principle of this film is that there's this virus that gets out or some sort of thing that's causing um, parents to mm. try and kill their children. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Nicolas Cage is hunting down his two teenage children oh, in the film. So- Sick. And okay. he goes complete Nick Cage. Uh, there's one scene where he's yeah, shouting the hokey pokey whilst getting a pool cue and smash. anyway, it was really it's quite amusing film. Um, my brother paid money for on YouTube uh, the Suicide Squad, James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Uh, so was it I good? watched it. I it was too long. It was so much better than the Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. <laughs> I quite the liked Suicide it. Squad. I thought it was I liked fun. it. I liked it. I just felt it was a bit long. It got a little bit ridiculous towards the end. Um, but I feel I feel the core was good, and the the James Gunn sort of quips uh, were there, yeah. which I liked his sort of aesthetic and style. And then finally, I watched an old documentary uh, because this is the 20th anniversary of 9/11. I decided to watch Michael Moore's uh, mm. Fahrenheit 9/11 documentary, which was released in 2003. And just sort of see how, yeah, how perspectives have changed. Is, and, is that the one uh, about the media of terror and stuff? Is that what is that? No, it touches a little bit. Yeah, so it touches on Bush and the political interference of America in the region before 9/11, after mm. 9/11. Yeah. Had the scene there with uh, George W. Bush in the kindergarten, being told that the plane had hit the tower, and he sits there for like 12 minutes and doesn't do anything when the country's under attack. And it sort of goes on and on there for a little bit. 
Um, but yes, so that was interesting to sort of rewatch that sort of little time capsule of what life was like uh, in the immediate aftermath. But yeah, that's me. Uh, Morgan, what have you been about? So not too much the last week, continuing our Spider-Man rewatch. So we watched uh, three and amazing fun times um, mm-hmm. along the lines with what Alex was saying. So yeah, uh, 9-11, so Come From Away came out on Friday, the Broadway mm-hmm. version. So we watched that. That was good fun. Uh, we've already, we'd already seen it live in Australia, but it was nice to, you know, rewatch it and touch on that amazing story. Um, and then this has been out for a while, but I don't think we've talked about it. And I wanted to, I feel like Alex is maybe watching it. So maybe get some, so what if is Marvel's mm-hmm. new animated show? And it's kind of like, you know, it's got the watcher and different realities and it's interesting. I just, Alex, have you been watching that? I have. It kind of annoys me because I feel like the show is spoon-feeding American audiences into understanding what a multiverse and parallel universe actually is. I feel like I've already been schooled. I don't need to be schooled anymore. You're saying that Disney are condescending to the average American moviegoer? It's nice. It's a bit of fluff, but I, I wouldn't call it essential viewing. Um, yeah, it's it's also got uh, it's like every time they show, I'm like, I feel like I feel sad that I feel robbed every time they don't do like and make it to Endgame and like everyone died before they could be assembled. I'm like, that's sad. That's <laughs> like that, I feel robbed. Um, I think the most powerful episode was the Doctor Strange one, Doctor Armani or, or Mister mm. Armani or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the zombie one, I was just like. Doctor Armani. He, he, yes, yeah. fabulous fashion sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he goes by Armani, I think. Uh, the zombie one was just—I'm just like watching them. Like, how? Why are they making this? This is wild. Uh, <laughs> it is just like zombie. I'm just like—it's—I don't know. It feels like just weird. Like I enjoy it, but it's just weird because it's so based in like the cinematic universe, and then it's just like, but zombies, and it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can get on board, uh, but yeah, I feel like they've been teasing with some of the television products now. They're gearing you up for the new Spider-Man, the new Doctor Strange, which is all going to get a little bit weird. Yeah, that's uh, true. So they're definitely priming audiences for that, yeah. I think. it's Yeah, it's definitely trying to ease us into it, I guess. Um, also, another thing, What We Do in the Shadows Season 3 has started coming out, and it is continued. Oh, it back? Yep, oh. it has continued to be a powerhouse of a show. And there's like yes. three episodes out now. It's so good. That's it's just exciting. like, I love when like, yeah, they've taken this idea that was, and then they've just expanded on it and it's done its own thing. And it's amazing. Oh, we've got, we've got the descendant of Van Helsing, haven't we? Yeah. yeah, you got, uh, yeah Gilmo is a, <laughs> yeah, Gilmo's, Gilmo's a vampire <laughs> and he's just so good at it. <laughs> it's so good. It's just such a great, <laughs> it's a great show. Um, and this kind of season, kind of like, yeah, where it ends and where it picks up, it's kind of like, oh, okay, interesting, wild that they just, it's like, it's, I think it's like the same way they want you to, the vampires to feel is how you feel. It's like, okay, cool, if this is what happened. <laughs> my favorite part about that show was always going through me, like, this is my favorite character, but this is now my favorite. Oh, this is my, they're all the best. They're all so fucking solid. Anyway, sorry. But yeah, no, um, so that show is continuing to be amazing. And, uh, Continue watching Only Murders in the Building, still good, and of course, continuing yes. our rewatch of Doctor Who. So good, fun times all around. I think. Mm, mm, that's nice. Um, I did try Only Murders in the Building. Uh, I liked it. Yeah, Martin Short is surprisingly good. Steve Martin's not bad. Um, and uh, Selena Gomez, yeah, is 
really good. I like her character. I like her standoffishness, and I like how she portrays it and stuff. But mm. I enjoyed it, and I was shocked because I was not expecting to enjoy it at all. Um, <laughs> it is a bit. There is like an element of uh, unreality to it that almost pulls me out. Like I think in the very first episode, they're like the cops. Uh, I don't know. They're like they're just breaking all these police procedural rules. It's like you will. 100% go to jail for this but they're not going to address it in the show okay that's fine no problem I just have to ignore that part of it no problem uh, this is way more about just watching Martin Short and Steve Martin and Selena Gomez have their chemistry which they do have which is yeah. nice uh, I finished watching season 5 of Rick and Morty I don't know if you guys at all ah. are still watching Rick and Morty oh, I'll get through it eventually I keep falling off I'm fucking shocked how much that show is still outstanding uh, it's still really good mm-hmm. Um, they they really have a very solid idea about how to keep. I, I think I think the time they're given is producing a, just a still really good show. And I'll, if there's a season six, I'll come back and watch season six because fuck, it's just excellent. Um, I also watched the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. <laughs> oh, never seen it, but that's time. I was I I remember liking that movie. Um, I know I enjoyed it. It's too long, and there's just all this simpering niceness about it that just is so not real but it's not bad brad pitt is pretty good in it even though his character his whole sorry benjamin button's whole character is that he just doesn't react to shit that's his character <laughs> uh there's bombs and shit going off and he's just like oh lord of me I better tie up the raft over here that's gotta get done i suppose and he's in a fucking hotel in cold war russia and it's like uh how D miss? How are you today? <laughs> it's just it's like he doesn't do anything. He's got no life. He's got no nothing. Uh, but otherwise, I, I don't mind it. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think that's about it. I, I'm still watching my anime garbage. I'm still on that show that just is confusing me, and it's getting better now. It's getting so much better now, and it's changed completely what the show like originally promised it would be. But it's also coming back round to what it promised it would be. So it's just changed. It's, it, it's changed its genre, mm-hmm. but now it's wrapping back around to what its original genre was, and I, I, I'm excited, kind of, for it. Okay, that was okay. Sunny Boy, and it's just so different. Sunny Boy is so different to anything I'm watching at the moment. It's just so fucking strange, and all this like tones of deep philosophy that I don't know if they're gonna be there for the whole show, but they seem to be sticking through it. And it's interesting. Every episode this lately, it's just like being like, I don't know how I feel about Sunny Boy. I think it's good. And it's like, oh, I don't know. And then it comes back. It's like, no, it's good. It's come around. <laughs> it's coming around. It's coming around, baby. I promise. I swear the to audience God. is it's... following the trajectory. It's like, I hate it. I love it. I hate it. I love it. I've been looking at this. I've been like desperately scouring the forum- forums to see if anyone else feels the same way I do about Sunny Boy. No one. Everyone is like, Sunny Boy's great. I love Sunny Boy. I'm so into it. I'm so... <laughs> It's so full of mystery and intrigue, and it really is. It's just, like, dripping with all these little details that you go back and watch from episode one that relate to, like, episode seven shit. And I was just like, so no one feels like they're getting scammed. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I'm just crazy. I, I suppose I'm just fucking insane. <laughs> no, you're a trendsetter, okay? It keeps promising, like, a, yeah, maybe I'm a trendsetter. It keeps promising, like, a DBZ fight, but there's not been a single... Dragon Ball fight so far. There's just been this complete lack of Dragon Ball fighting. And I hate it. (laughs) Driving me nuts. Anyway, still good. (laughs) And it would be remiss, Morgan. Uh, Tonight is something very special, Zach, isn't it? 
Oh, you know, you know what tonight is? No, The Bachelor doesn't do the block. It will, no. it will be well and truly over by uh, the time this comes out. But tonight is the of night course. it is. Um, it's, of course, the Survivor finale. Mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. um it's it, it, they're lot they're trying to tell us that anyone can win that there's three no. people left um but it's it's probably 99 percent chance going to be Haley. correct she'll win the challenge and i don't know she, i feel like she wants to take george but that's probably the biggest risk if she does um potentially but yeah uh that's tonight we'll find <sighs> out i guess <laughs> put our predictions in uh we're both for Haley. if Haley doesn't win We'll be wrong. I think, uh, I, think house, <laughs> I think house three is going to be the most beautiful house on the block. Mm, mm, naturally. Yeah. I don't even remember which one house three is. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I've been watching the block. House four is the controversial S- one. I think Sammy is going to win Big Brother. Big Brother finished and, already. Uh, Michael doesn't deserve to win The Bachelor, but he's going to win The Bachelor. That's The Bachelor, right, if it's Michael winning. Um. Okay, it's 2021, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Channel 10, mate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, thanks for joining me, guys. Thanks for enjoying this movie. It feels like it's been so fucking long since I got to share. <laughs> mm, mm. <Indeed. laughs> I'm sure, I'm I'm sure, sure you've been waiting, you're waiting like for that. a while. Uh, yeah, I was going to do something else, but then we got into lockdown. So maybe next time we'll do that, what I was, I was planning to do. Um, but no, thanks, guys. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And I hope you have... A pleasant day, night, evening, morning at home or in the car or at work or in the park or in the elevator or (laughs) wherever you are listening to this. On the train? Uh, No, 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 no. You're on the train, turn it off. (laughs) Uh, Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Toodles. This has been a Sparky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.